Hi, I'm Isabel Prosper. Welcome to the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. On today's episode, I'm hanging out with digital creator Lorraine Kamisha. She gave birth to twins 10 years ago, and now at 37 years old, she has a newborn. She's had many videos go viral on TikTok and Instagram where she talks about having a baby later on in life. I wanted to connect with her because she's badass. She's helping normalize raising babies later in life. Take a listen. you to tell us about yourself today Lorraine I found you on Instagram because you had an amazing post that talked about um you know that it's okay don't let anybody tell you it's not okay to have kids after 35 now um when I saw that I was like yay somebody else is out there that's saying this is an awesome thing so can you tell me tell us tell all our listeners a little bit about yourself and share anything that you'd like to share uh, sure I am a, a pharmacist turned digital marketer. So I own a few uh, service-based businesses that are based online. Um, So I quit the nine to five and moved into uh, the world of digital marketing and online business. And one of the reasons why I did that is because I wanted to be at home with my children more. Mm -hmm. Go to their field trips. I wanted to be at their school. I want to be involved. Um, And my mom was a pharmacist as well. So I know what the grind looked like before I was involved in the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's my background. Uh, my background also before I went to pharmacy school and I did that later in life. Um, so I graduated when I was 30, I think I was 31 or 32. Um, but my background is in sales and marketing. So um, that's something that's always been um, near and dear to me. It's something I've enjoyed doing. Um, mm-hmm. I have three kids, a newborn that's eight weeks old. And also, thank you. I have a uh, uh, twins that are 10 years old. So I made that post because I noticed that there's a huge difference um, yes. in the just the way I felt when I was a first time mom at 27 versus, you know, my second pregnancy at 36 and giving birth at 37. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, what, that's great. Yeah, yeah, you 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 so you just that's a that's a great lead into my next question about becoming a mom earlier in life and then doing it again um much later so i'm so curious i I wanted to have you on so that you could share that experience of then versus now like you can actually say you can actually say because it's your reality whereas for us like me and many others starting later in life we just we only know starting later in life so could you please share with us um what is the difference that you think um what, what what is the real difference I would say the thing that is the most different for me, it has to be confidence, I believe, because, and it might be just a first time mom thing, maybe not necessarily the whole age, but I remember at 27 having two, not one baby, but two babies at the same time, just really feeling, you know, judged or really feeling like, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. It was really like imposter syndrome and, you know, um, our elders don't always make that easy (laughs) for us. I think, um, you know, you get a lot of unsolicited advice. You get a lot of people telling you that they should, you should do this and not that. Um, And I think when you're younger, um, you're more successful, susceptible to that. You know, you Mm -hmm. hear a lot of people say, hey, when I get to my thirties or my forties, I don't care what people think. Well, I, I find that to be true. And that becomes true in all things, whether it's business, mm-hmm. whether it's motherhood or whatever, you kind of have found your groove and you find your purpose and you found, um, you know, what path you want to take in life. And 
And it's a lot harder for people to make you feel some type of way or kind of push you away from that when you're older. So that for me, that carried over into motherhood. Mm-hmm. Well. So, yes, I get it. Yeah, can so. you can you tell us about your motherhood journey or this 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 most recent pregnancy? On um, this most mes- recent pregnancy, I feel like overall I was at peace. You know, um, we wanted to have a baby. We tried to have a baby. I, I was kind of concerned at 37 or 36 at the time years old that, you know, maybe it might take longer or, you know, maybe my fertility would be affected or we might have to jump through a few hoops, but literally three months of trying and, and there she was. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Well, that's better than even many people in their twenties. I mean, that's, that's pretty fast. Um, So then I take it that you were, everything was natural. You didn't see any specialist. Nope. Everything was natural. Beautiful. as far as the rest of the pregnancy went, I, I believe it was a lot better this time because, you know, I had my stuff together. I started my businesses. I've been on a journey for a while to kind of, um, you know, remove myself from my businesses and rely mm-hmm. on things like outsourcing and automation to kind of be able to, um, you know, still bring in income without me having to show up all the time. So I took mm-hmm. full account of that, this pregnancy, like that first trimester when you want to just take a nap and sleep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eat all the calories. That's exactly what I did. Like I spent three months <laughs> on the couch eating <laughs> and sleeping. And, you know, I was able to do that. And I have a great partner who, you know, backs me up in everything that I do. And he's amazing. And, you know, financially, mm-hmm. he's he's there for me. That Those are just mm-hmm. things that I did not have in my 20s. So not saying yeah. everybody is that way, but that that wasn't true for me. Sure. I understand. Yeah. Um. So were you doing anything like exercising, taking prenatal pills? Like, is there anything that makes you feel like maybe that's the reason why you were able to get pregnant so easily? Like, do you already live a healthy lifestyle? Um, I was working out with a trainer um, before I got pregnant. Um, she And she's amazing. She offers um, like a virtual training session. So I was doing that for maybe like three or four months before just trying to you know, get in shape because I, we were planning to get pregnant. So I knew at an older age, um, that there are certain things that I have that I wanted to correct. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, obese or overweight or anything like that. However, I wanted to be in good physical condition. I've been pregnant before. I know how, you know, your lung capacity changes. I know Mm -hmm. how those types of things, you know, are not the same. You know, I had some hip issues. I did um, start going to the chiropractor like as soon as the the test turned positive. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, there's things that you didn't understand. I think younger, like you feel like you're superwoman. I think when you're in your twenties, <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, and you're thirty, you're like, oh, my knees, my back, my neck, all this stuff is like <laughs> falling apart. So you know, I just think you take more care and time in yourself, especially if you, like I said, if you're in a position where you know financially you're okay, you can mm-hmm. start make decisions that are better for you and not just about, hey, I got to go to work and pay these bills. Yeah. Um, so that, that was very true for me. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite reel that you have on TikTok, um, I guess you have, you put it on TikTok first and then you put it on Instagram yeah. and it's, um, you're saying that there's these things that you're tired of hearing as a new mom over 35. 
and you first one you said is you you won't be around to see your kids grow up next one your your eggs are going to dry up and the third one is it's harder to recover after birth Mm -hmm. when you hear these comments what how do you actually respond to them in real I don't like I I call it the Beyonce uh, method have you noticed Mm -hmm. when people comment negative things about Beyonce she never responds yeah you're right anything (laughs) She just lets lets the movie pile up and she yeah. takes whatever attention comes, whether it's good or bad or indifferent yeah. or whatever, and she profits off of it. That's that's the approach that I like to take. I good. really I don't really waste a lot of energy on going back and forth. If you go through my Instagram or you go through my TikTok or follow me on Facebook, you'll see a lot of negative comments. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you'll we'll see nine times out of ten, I do not respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually good because it's kind of like making sure that you stay grounded and, and you're not wasting your energy right. stepping into the negative zone. That's just, uh, I get it. That's good. Exactly. Because with a visibility comes negativity always. I mean, mm-hmm. always. If you're going to be out. You just end up in a back and forth. You could end up in a debate, which is like unnecessary. Right. And then you mess up your reputation and then people, you know, you lose followers and all types of stuff. I just want to be in my zone so anything that's going to take me out of that element or out of that position i'm just not interested in wasting the energy Mm -hmm. it could be used as a learning moment too though it can it depends on how how you say it or how you come at me and whether it's a learning moment or a block moment (laughs) so (laughs) either way it goes (laughs) i'm not wasting my energy Yeah, yeah, you can assess a quote. I mean, um, each comment by comment. That's true. Um, so are you, sh- uh, you've talked about your partner. So I'm going to assume that you're sharing the parenting responsibilities. Yes. Right? Okay, cool. And then we've seen, or I've seen anyways, your twins are also helping support with the responsibilities too. Uh, not really. That was more of a joke, real. So that's, that's the comment that I got all the time. Oh, you're so lucky. Your your girls are gonna be able to help you do this, and they're gonna be such a big help. Like skipping over my partner and straight to my girls because they're they're female. Like no. Oh, interesting point. Yes. Yeah. They, I mean, you can. They do help. I will say, if I'm upstairs and I'm calling them and say, "Hey, can you make me a bottle or something like that?" That that's one thing, but. Full babysitting duty, like responsibilities. That's nobody's mm-hmm. responsibility but me and my partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Well, because I've seen, I've seen a few where they, one of your girls has the baby in a wrap, mm-hmm. and and I I thought, oh my gosh, they're already like they're already in love with taking care of a baby. Like that actually is quite beautiful if it's something that they want to do. Yeah, I mean, she. Asked but, I mean, you can't dump responsibility on them because they're too young. But like, just for being the nurturing sisters, it's it's really yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, she, I mean, she saw mommy, and that's the thing about being with your kids all the time. You know, twenty four seven, they see you do things and they want to do it as well. So that was one of those moments where she was like, "Hey, I would like to, you know, try that and see how it works." And she can tie it better than some grown women that I've, <laughs> I've tried to. <laughs> I tie that um, baby carrier. So she she enjoys it, but at the same time, she's like, "Okay, mommy, take this off." <laughs> After five minutes, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So there's a lot of things they'd rather be doing, but they uh, they absolutely love their little sister. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're overjoyed. They've been overjoyed since the moment that we told them we were expecting. Oh, beautiful. Um, you've got a lot on your plate. 
um, you know, managing running companies and then raising your children and then keeping the home together mm. and your family together, keeping your relationship steaming, you know, everything <laughs> that mm. you do. How how do you manage to keep it all together? I outsource. I outsource as much as I can. Like I'm not interested in, you know, cleaning bathrooms and sinks and stuff like that because I don't have the time, but mm -hmm. I do enjoy a clean house. So that's one of the things that I outsource. Um, mm -hmm. My mom is here with us. Um, she's been here for the last, I don't know, three or four months, I think since no, the end of November, beginning of December. Um, so she does a lot of help. I mean, we spread the responsibility out amongst mm -hmm. the, the entire household. So it's not just all on one person. So everybody has their roles. Um, and then what what's left over, we outsource. I mean, men mm -hmm. do that all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I think it's great. I'm so happy that most recently we finally found a babysitter. We don't have my, our parents don't live near us. They're in another country miles and miles away. Mm -hmm. And so it's just my husband and I and our daughter. Um, and we took, a, took me like a year to find a babysitter. I know that sounds crazy, but that's just my truth. Um, so yeah, it doesn't sound crazy. It actually sounds pretty familiar because when the um, pandemic started, um, we actually had a nanny for um, my children. And then I had um, his great niece here with us as well. So um, three kids, a business. At that point, I hadn't um, put everything in order. <laughs> you know, it sometimes takes you to be in a situation to kind of understand what it is that you need. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. You know, so you know, I spent last, what was that, 2020, the last part of 2020, just reorganizing things in my business, because at that point now we're homeschooling. So it's a, it's a different, That's hard. yeah, it's a different Kudos dynamic. To you. To you, really. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. It's, it gets done. So, you know, help. I, that's one thing that I want, especially women, mothers, just women, period, but especially mothers get help, you know, and I have so many people that will, you know, understand that. But there's also those people that will call you lazy and, you know, oh, say no. that. You know, no, you know, I, know how your time is best spent. Oh, yeah. but And that's what people don't understand. Time is a resource. Yes. Time is the most precious resource yes. that you have. It's the only thing that you cannot get back. That's right. So if I have the money or if I have the, the additional resources to be able to save some time then why not use it we use it for everything else we buy yes. clothes we buy shoes right. and we and, buy and bags. what do you think every first time mom after age 35 what do you think she needs to know i would always consider just like we got through saying the time mm -hmm. i'm gonna look like you know i think when i had my girls at 27 i was actually still in school I was doing prerequisites to get into pharmacy school. Um, literally, their first day of daycare was my first day of pharmacy school at 10 months old. Um, I remember having a C-section, having an emergency C-section. And then 10 days later, I was back on campus to do um, final exams uh, for pharmacy school. Like, it was just Impressive. a word. When did you study? Oh, well, Lord. When did when you did study? I, oh, my gosh. When didn't I study? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the time, you know, um, we, like I said, we think we're a superwoman. So that time we, we think that we're going to be able to put the baby on a schedule and, and, and it's going to be, 
you know, from point A to point B. And my family, my grandmother used to say something all the time. And she would always say, nothing is ever in a straight line. Mm-hmm. And have a baby, I don't care if it's in your 20s or 30s, um, it's never going to be in a straight line. There's going to mm-hmm. be times when that baby is going to be sick. There's going to mm-hmm. be times when, you know, you've been up all night when previously she was sleeping through the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, there, there's just going to be all these variables and, and there's going to be things that you cannot control. So mm-hmm. I would take a look at the time that you're investing in other places and then not feel some type of way just because you don't get as much as you thought you could do done. Mm-hmm. I think that is the thing that can definitely weigh on any new mother, whether she's mm-hmm. in her 20s, 30s, 40s, or what have yeah, you. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Right. You have all these things in your mind that, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You, you got mm-hmm. all these goals and stuff like that. And then you get pregnant and you have a baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the goals change a bit. Yeah. And that that one too, and you said, um, you know, you can't expect baby sleeps all through the night one day and the next day is something different. That's one thing that I was completely unaware of. Like I didn't think about anything about, you know, baby schedules and babies being off of the schedule. And I really had no clue. Um, but I was prepared for anything. Right. So, I mean, if there's such a thing as prepared, I, what I should say is I was flexible. Yeah, I was, I was flexible for that anything. Flexible. That is the key <laughs> word for being pregnant, having small children, children of any age. You got to be flexible. And and like I said, that's one of the reasons why I run my business the way that I do is because I have the ultimate flexibility. Like I want to be as flexible as I need to be to be able to account for these situations. But at the same time, I don't want to put myself at a financial disadvantage. Mm-hmm. 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 Very good. Well, thank you so much for sharing this. This has been this has been wonderful. Um, can people connect with you if they have any? I mean, obviously they can because you're very public on your social. You've got your social media there, which is Lorraine Kamisha. Yes. On on Instagram, and then you've got a link uh, a link tree link there for people to find you in other places, right? Right. If you click on that link in my Instagram. Uh, you can find me in on Facebook in a group that I have called Business Mommies. So it's a group of women that we are uh, learning how to make, um, you know, better financial decisions, uh, decisions with our time so that we can bring in income while being a mother. So mm-hmm. wonderful. Uh, Love it. You're, you're helping to make a difference in other people's lives. Really I good. hope so. I hope so. <laughs> really good. You You are. You are. You're, you're even doing it, even if people are not working directly with you, even through your channel. It's great. Wow. That's great. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes. I'm looking forward to continuing to, to watch your journey and learning from you. Thank you so much for being here with us, Lorraine, today on the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. I wish you a great day and uh, looking forward to staying in touch. Bless thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for being here today. If this episode touched you in any way, please share this with a friend and come back next week for another episode of the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. You can follow Lorraine on IG at Lorraine Kamisha and follow this podcast at First Time Moms Beyond 35. To help us get our stories out to more people, you can also leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Let's inspire more people. Motherhood after 35, we got this.